Hi, I'm Tan Lei, head of media at Aspiring Asia. And in this episode of our podcast, I chat with Bambi, who is our co-founder and team lead on the topic of Asian attitudes towards Westerners. You are listening to the Aspiring Asia podcast. Recorded in Helsinki, Finland. Bambi, how's it going? Going great. <laughs> Now it's a very sunny time here in Finland, Helsinki, Finland. So it's I'm more than excited. sunny. Yeah, more than sunny. So this is the first episode of the Aspiring Asia podcast. This may or may not be published. This might just be stored in the archives for the future. But just in case we publish this. Um, yeah, well, I think that's a good place to start. Let's note that we are in the middle of somewhat of a heat wave. Do you think? Would you call this a heat wave coming from Asia? <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say so. Uh, even though it's like almost nothing compared to where I come from, mm. but after living in Finland for quite a few years now, I exactly. would call it a heat wave because here in my home now we have the AC. Yes. Running at full speed, so you can imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit embarrassing for me, also being Asian, and I feel okay. Let me ask you: Do you feel embarrassed <laughs> when? Because I went to the beach the other day, and I was putting on sun cream, and I felt like I, you know, as an Asian, I shouldn't put on. I don't. I shouldn't need to. But maybe that's just me being silly. What do you think? <laughs> Actually. Uh, Sunscreen is something that is very popular in Vietnam. Even though I'm, I am also an Asian, so I, I don't feel bad putting sunscreen here. Um, I think it's a common activity to put on sunscreen when you are going uh, to the beach, for example. So yes. I don't feel like uh, we have to be embarrassed, even though we are <laughs> Asian. Ah, oh, thank you. That's good. You make me feel uh, stronger now. I'll, I'll go. <laughs> I'll go and do it with pride, except the sunscreen here does not say whitening, right? Just like, <laughs> whereas if you go and get sun cream in Asia, it's like this will help you whiten your skin. Yep, yeah, that is the thing there in uh, in Asia. They are crazy about the br brightening the skin. So yeah, and here it's the opposite, right? They want exactly. to darken their skin. Isn't yeah. that weird about humans? I think it's pretty natural that uh, we all crave for what we don't have. Mm. So, <laughs> uh, in in Asia, everyone tries to do their best to have a brighter skin, and here we do the opposite. But and then again, here people try to straighten their hair, but here there in Vietnam, people uh, try to make all kinds of curly hair. So yeah, we all crave for what we don't have. <laughs> When can we be appreciative of what we do have? Do you think that's something that you have to force because it doesn't come naturally, right? Mm. I think it's uh, it's a little bit harder nowadays when uh, there's a lot of um, insecurities coming from social media. For example, people compare each other, compare themselves to other people on the internet, and then mm. they start feeling. Um, insecure about themselves. So I think um, there's there's some work to do in there. I'm glad that me I'm I'm not at that point. Um, mm. 
I don't spend much time on social media. And even if I do, then I don't have the tendency to compare myself to other people. So I've been very lucky in in that sense that I have uh, already obtained somewhat that kind of mindset. But I think uh, many other people are struggling with that. Um, my friends have always been sharing about these like uh, they never feel enough mm. they go to the internet so i think it's something that we need to all work on um but i think that it's quite challenging now since everything is like uh, digital you can see everything uh, everything is exposed so <laughs> it's a little bit um challenging i would say to gain back that uh, natural confidence that we used to have Yeah, that's a really good point. Really good point. But for you, is it a conscious decision? Like, did you do you consciously try to stay away? And do you tell yourself, "I'm doing this so I'm not comparing myself to others"? For me, I I wasn't like trying so hard to do it. I think it it came with um, time and experience. When I was younger, I was full of insecurities. I compared myself like I, I never learned how to value myself, and uh, it was never a good place to be. But then, gradually growing up and um, traveling to different places, having the chance to see different story, like hear and listen, like having the chance to meet and hear different stories, I started to feel like I'm not anymore. Uh, the center, the center of the universe. So I don't need to put so much <laughs> pressure on myself. Mm. Rather, I would uh, just let it be and enjoy the moment. So I think it it comes with the experience, and I think that uh, traveling has helped uh, open up myself a lot. I, I agree with the thinking that those people who at first they seem like. They have low self-esteem, or they don't like themselves. The reason for that is they are placing themselves at the center of the universe, which yep. is kind of a contradiction. It's like, oh, you know, I, I, I hate the way I look. Oh, everybody's staring at me. Oh, you know, this and that. You know, like all these negative thoughts. Mm. It's because you're placing yourself at the center of the universe. It's because you're actually being very egocentric. Whereas if you took the opposite approach, there's actually nobody looking at me. Okay, I might look in the mirror and I if I feel weird, but nobody else is gonna notice. Nobody cares. People have their own shit to worry about. Like it's not. I am not at the center of everybody's attention. Once you take that attitude, that kind of helps, which is kind of a contradiction. Which is in um, it doesn't make sense, but it helps. Yeah, right. That's I know it sounds funny, but it it makes sense. And I think that um, after traveling for a while, I realized that there are many more important matters than myself. Like, uh, why am I here to complain about these things about myself while other people are struggling so much with many other like bigger things than mm. my own problems? So. I started to feel like okay, maybe I'm just like a, a little brat right now when I uh, spend so much time and energy worrying about like little things about my look, my um, my money, my social status, or whatever mm. that I think that I'm still lacking. 
rather I should spend that time doing some meaningful stuff and try to solve some problem uh, with my with my energy. So I thought that shifting the focus from myself to the outside world has helped uh, not only the world, but has helped me uh, very much until this point. Yeah. And for me, it's it's about just remembering that other people are the same. Everybody else is just as nervous as you, just as self-critical as you. You know, everybody is yep. thinking that, even though, especially like you said, on social media, you can't, you know, it, you will go crazy if you assume that is what everybody's life is like. <laughs> so that's that's the danger, especially for young people, because they don't know any better and that's all they see. So, you know, I don't want to get into a whole social media conversation, but it's more about, it's about understanding that you're not the center of the universe. So whatever problems you have, there are other people who have it. So you can take it whichever way you want. You can take it in a, in a way that you can find others just like you and you can, you know, there are others like you. You're not alone. Yep, exactly. Like, so you can take that problem. as a positive. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, just quickly going back to the skin whitening. Okay. Do you find that Asians in general today, not only do they look up to the the lightness of somebody's skin, but they actually, they kind of hold generally Westerners in high esteem? I think that has been always the thing in, in Asia. Um, I can't speak for all the Asian countries, but at least uh, to those countries that I've been to, especially yep. my home country, Vietnam. Me too. I think that um, there's a, I think in a sense, it's very good that um, we respect like foreigners. So we are very welcoming and being very hospitable towards foreigners. So I think that's a good thing. But on the other hand, um, sometimes people kind of like place the foreigners, like especially the Westerners in uh, too high of a place without like a valid reason so mm. whatever comes from the west is good mm. and i think that that is not a very good mentality or perspective in my opinion because mm. um i think that uh, any society has their own goods and bads and the uglies and um no place is like completely superior to the other so I think if if we can achieve a balance that we respect the foreigners uh, and we want to be hospitable towards them, but at the same time we acknowledge that we too have our own like good things about us. Um, so yeah, I think some some level of balance should be achieved in there. Yeah, I see that as well because I was born in Burma, which is now Myanmar, and it's a problem. I see it uh, mm. in that they, like you said, it's just they hold white people in such high esteem. But I think it has a lot to do with also the culture of if I like you, then I will hold you to high esteem. Whereas in the West, if I like you, then I'm going to treat you as an equal. That's how I show respect. I'm mm. going to treat you as an equal. Whereas Asian cultures... The way they show respect is mm, through subordinates, right? Like 
they they yeah. put themselves down in order to show you respect, and sometimes that can go too far.、Mm. I agree. I think that some spe-、uh, special treatment is is good so that it shows、um, that you are hospitable, but it can go too far, and I think that it feels. Uncomfortable to see that, <laughs> and I have seen that、uh, even within my family. So、uh, mm. last time when we, me and my boyfriend,、uh, he's from Finland, so it's a white guy.、Uh, we went to visit my family.、Mm. My family、uh, lives in a small village in Vietnam, and people there they haven't seen a foreigner before. So、oh. of course they they would be curious, and people would come and see him. But it was、uh, very interesting how my how my dad、uh, treated my boyfriend compared to treating my、uh, let's say <laughs> brother in laws. Yes. <laughs> so、uh, so I, I see the difference in there, and uh, I think uh, the only good explanation is that he's a foreigner and he's a white.、Uh, so that's why it's it's interesting to see that kind of、um, like activity happening、uh, around. And also, especially within my family, so there's a lot of、um, uh, like a different way of、uh, viewing the value、uh, yeah. among people. So yeah, interesting perspective. The other thing that I noticed is at the same time, there's a little bit of the self-loathing, meaning, like sometimes when I when I go to Myanmar, and I'm at the airport, I get off at the airport, and I walk out. They speak to me in English, like the taxi guys will speak to、mm. me in English, because they assume I'm a foreigner. They think I'm I don't know where Korean or from somewhere else.、Mm. And then when I respond in Burmese, their face just drops. Oh, whatever. He's just he's just he's just another Burmese dude. <laughs> And then it completely changes. Whereas before, it's like, hello, sir. You know, you need a taxi. How are you? you know, like it's just so polite and so like. Yeah, welcoming.、Uh, as soon as I speak Burmese, I say no, no, you know, I'm, you know, I'm fine. You know, oh, maybe I do need a taxi, but I speak to him in Burmese, and he's like, oh, <laughs> you know, he just kind of almost walks away, like, oh, just another friggin' dude from here. So, oh yeah, it's that's that's disappointing. Do you relate to that? Yeah, I I do relate to that.、Um, yeah. Do you ever get mistaken as a foreigner in your in Vietnam? Um, very seldomly, I would say. Maybe once or twice, so it it didn't appear to me as such like、um, strong co- coincidence in there. But I've seen my other friends、uh, being treated like yeah, that. I see it all the time, just because I look somewhat different to the typical Burmese. So、mm. I have fun with it because I can. Choose <laughs> like sometimes I'll just be a foreigner and I'll go along with it. I'll speak English and then. And then, like especially in situations like、um, just walking into hotel lobbies,、mm. right? An, an expensive hotel lobby, and I just want to walk in and just sit down because it's hot outside, or I just want to get a quick drink of lemonade. If I'm a foreigner, meaning if I go in and I speak English and I just be a foreigner, I'm completely fine. But if I go in as a Burmese person, it's I get again I get a completely different treatment, and I see it, and it's such a shame. And I think it's quite a privilege for me to see this because it's almost like I, I literally get to choose who I want to be, and then see the way they treat me, and see how it changes. Yeah, it's it's a an interesting experience to see. 
And they don't realize that in the West, like Asian culture, especially now, it's growing in, you know, popularity and it's becoming cool. Yeah, I see that.、Um, but I think that、uh, it's changing.、Uh, change just takes time to happen. So I think that、uh, this is also a good chance for us to, like, for, for us who experience this and who see them. Let's say the not very unpleasant、uh, happenings. This is a good chance for us to also educate people on that matter, like try、mm-hmm. to change、um, little by little. So I'm, I'm thinking that, okay, that is, that is something interesting to see, maybe not so pleasant,、mm-hmm. but that's how it is.、Um, oh, absolutely. So, yeah. So I'm not like,、um, let's say, getting.、Uh, Frustrated with that, but I、yes. understand that it's, it's a difference、uh, in the culture and it's going to change when people are more exposed. So things happen because some people are ignorant. I mean, we all are ignorant, like nobody knows、oh, everything. Abs- yeah, so, I love that. So, yeah, so it's, it's important that、um, we,、uh, as foreigners in that sense,、uh, who have a little bit more experience compared to other people. Have also like,、um, like a bigger, let's say, empathy for what other people are lacking. And then gradually we can, we can change by showing the example. It's just sharing knowledge and sharing our experience. That's all、yeah. it is, right? So, yes. And the good thing is, they are thirsty for that. They really want to experience, to share our experiences. So, yeah, I'm totally with you. Change takes time. And And this is for anyone, not just Eastern, Western, whoever. Change takes time. Behavior change takes a long time. So it's a long term game. And we, you know, we have things to learn all the time. So that's why I'm、uh, excited about starting this podcast series. It's about sharing experiences, discussing、yeah. stories, and learning from them ourselves. Like just, just speaking out loud. For me, I learned something. By saying these things out loud and listening to your perspective. Yes, exactly. It's, it's good that we are sharing、uh, different stories and perspectives and uh, opinions. Uh, sharing is caring. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. So that is the end of episode one. I look forward to speaking to you again next week. Great. Thank you so much, Tan. Thank you for listening to the Aspiring Asia podcast. Please subscribe for more episodes.